Okay, good morning everyone. I'm actually here for the Baikasan. And uh, anybody want to sponsor me? For every minute that I go, I'm charging $100 a person. So that's my contribution to the Baikasan. Um, actually, I biked here from New York. We just made it. No, I'm just joking. I know that the best, uh, the best venue for Yeshiva Bachrim is right after Shachar's. Because nobody's tired and nobody's thinking about breakfast, and I have your full undivided attention. Um, that was also a joke. We're off to a good start over here. Okay. Uh, I want to discuss, just for a few moments, an interesting question. Uh, regarding the parashiyos of, that we're reading now, the parashiyos of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and we know the Yvon Shem promised that he's going to redeem Klal Yisrael with what we call the Dalid L'Shayna Shabula. The four expressions of redemption, which are normally understood, v'hoitseisi, v'hitzalti, v'gaalti v'lakachti. V'hoitseisi, I'm going to take you out. V'hitzalti, I'm going to save you. V'gaalti, I'm going to redeem you. V'lakachti, I will take you. And corresponding to these four expressions of Gula, what do we do the night of Pesach? We drink four cups of wine. The Dalid Kaisais correspond to the four Lashainais of Gula. Now who says that these are the four Lashainais of Gula? Who says? Only the Yushalmi and Sachem. The Medrash Rabbah and Parshas Vayeshev and Parshas Vayera. Rashi and Arvei Sachem. The Rashbam and Arvei Sachem. And the Shultis, they all say that, so we'll take their word for it. Come to Vilna Gaim. And the Gros says they're all wrong. The Gros says, the Medrash Rabbah in two places, the Shiltis, Rashi, the Rashbam, the Yushami, it's a tallest cipher in all six places. <coughs> says the Gros, let me tell you what the Dao Lashanis of Gula is. The Haitseisi, the Hitzalti, the Gaalti, the Zroya that's what the Gura says. One is and the other is and Nope, it's out. Says the Gura, is out. I, Rashi says, is in. I, the Rashbam says, I, the Yushami, it's I, the Shultis, it's a Torah cipher. They're all printer's errors. That's what the Gra writes on my brother. Why do I feel it's a printer's error, says the Gra? Because he says if you're going to count Vilokachti, then you have to count Vahivesi. And since we don't count Vahivesi, because we have four cups of wine and not five, so if you're not going to count Vahivesi, which Vahivesi Eschamel Aras means Hashem's going to bring us into Eretz Yisrael, which is not part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Then Vilakachti is also not part of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. And therefore the Gras says, any Rishon Gemara that says Vilakachti, they're all wrong. It's the Gras. The Gras could do that. But it's a little bit uncomfortable to say that the printer of Arvid Sachem who printed Rashi and the Rashbam, and the printer of both Medrash Rabbas and the printer of the Shiltis, they all made the same mistake? That's very hard to say. Plus, 
I mean, that means every Rebbe you ever had in Yeshiva told you the wrong shad, and I'm sure you have very nice Rabbeim over here. Wonderful Rabbeim. And if they're in part of the Baikathan, you should sponsor them. But everybody told you the wrong thing. I'm saying, their songs, their they're all wrong. Yeah, the Gros says they're all wrong. But there has to be a way to explain and answer the question of the Gros. And if you look in the Ra'avan, the Ra'avan is one of the Rishonim. So one of the Perushim on the Ra'avan, the Evan Shlema asks, can it be that everybody made the same mistake? There has to be an approach to be able to answer the question of the Gra. Why the Hevesi is out and the Lakachti is in. Okay, that's the Kasha of the Gra. We're going to try to answer the Gra's Kasha. And what we have to understand is, what does the word Vilakachti mean? What does it refer to? Vahitseisi means Hashem will take us out of Mitzrayim. Vihitsalti means He's going to save us. Vigaalti, He'll redeem us. What does Vilakachti mean? Maybe if we understand what it means, we can understand why Vilakachti is in and Vahitseisi is out. So if you look in the Ibn Ezra, and you look in the Sfarno, and you look in Rabbeinu Bechaye, they all say, Vilakachti refers to Kabbalah Satara. Okay. But still, if we're not going to count going into Eretz Yisrael because it's not part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, why would we count Vilakachti, which refers to Kabbalah Satara? So apparently, even though going into Eretz Yisrael was a great gift, that doesn't make, meet the bill because that wasn't actually part of the Exodus leaving Egypt. But the giving of the Torah must have been much more fundamental and important to leaving Mitzrayim that yes, it does meet the bill. Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar writes, the Hoytzesi refers to Rosh Hashanah. You know, on Rosh Hashanah and Mitzrayim, after enough Makos, the, the Mitzrayim said enough is enough, they were so demoralized and broken they can no longer subjugate us and we stopped doing Avodah Mitzrayim. We didn't do any work in Mitzrayim. That's Mohit Seisi. That happened on Rosh Hashanah. V'hitzalti, <clears throat> so we were in Mitzrayim, we weren't doing work, but we were still under the auspices of Paroi, so V'hitzalti is on, on Tesvav Nisan, the Rebbe Hashem took us out, that's V'hitzalti. V'galti, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar says, is seven days later when we crossed the Yamsuf. And the Lakachti was the Tachlis of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the purpose of leaving Mitzrayim, the whole reason Hashem took us out, namely to be able to receive the Torah. As the Sefer HaChinuch writes, Kol Ikaron Shal Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the whole purpose of leaving Mitzrayim was to get the Torah. The purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was not to go into Eretz Yisrael, although Eretz Yisrael is one of the greatest gifts HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us, but it was an added gift. It wasn't the tachlis, it wasn't the objective, it wasn't the purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The purpose of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was to be able to be Mechabel the Torah. It's very interesting. If I were to ask you, you know, there are four people who have to give Haida Takalesh Barcho. Arba Srichim Lahaidais. You know who they are? Someone who crosses the sea someone who crosses the desert, someone who's in jail and gets out, someone who's sick and is healed. If I were to ask you, why do they have to thank the Rebbe What are they so grateful for? You say, what do you mean? 
They were in a very painful, difficult, trying situation, and now they're released in jail. You can't see your family. You can't uh, write all. You can't use your phone. You can't eat what you want to eat. You can't do what you want to do. When you're sick, it hurts. It's painful. Most people would say that the reason why these four people have to thank Hashem is because their lives were compromised. There's an amazing marsha. The marsha in Sechta Brachas Dalad writes that the reason why these four people have to thank Hashem is because they're not able to accomplish with their lives what the purpose of their life is. And what is the purpose of life? Says the marsha to acquire shlemos. To perfect your neshama, to beautify your neshama, to learn Torah, to acquire your shamayim, to acquire midos toivos. And if someone's in jail, their life is not a life because they can't acquire shleimos. Doesn't matter, you can't eat what you want to eat, and you can't call who you want to call. If you're in jail, your life is not a life. <clears throat> you can't be koinesh shleimos. If you're sick, you don't have the energy to learn Torah. You don't have the energy to be kind of Yerushalayim. So your life is vayimaru es chayehem, the Alshach says, because the life of a Yid is learning Torah. The Egyptians didn't let us learn Torah, so our lives were bitter. Not because they beat us. In other words, if you saw a snapshot of an Egyptian with a whip hitting a Yid, and the Yid was bleeding and he was crying, and you were, were to say, what is bothering the Yid right now? So most people would say, what do you mean? Blood is coming out of his back. That's what's bothering him. Marshall says, no, that's a side problem. The main problem is, this person cannot use their life for what their life was intended for, and that is to acquire Shlemos. Picture that image for one moment. Someone is being beat they're screaming out in pain. What is troubling this person? What is the problem right now? What is this person suffering? More than physical pain, he's suffering, not being able to use his life for what the Rebbe Hashem intended his life to be used for. The Al-Sheikh writes, Vayimaru es chayehem, the life of a Yid is Limad HaToyra, Yerashamayim. I saw an amazing comment of the Shach Alatayra. Shach Alatayra is a very interesting Peirosh on Chomish. It was written by one of the Gurei Hariza, one of the students of the Ari. And he says that when, what were, what were Mitzrayim afraid of? What were they scared of? Hain am b'nei Yisrael, rav ve'otsum mimenu. So the Pashup Shad is, the Mitzrayim were afraid that we would multiply and become strong Says the Shach ala Torah, no, the Mitzrayim were afraid that we would learn too much Torah. Because the Mishnah says in Avais that when someone is dedicated to the Torah, then the government, so to speak, has no Shlita over them. Says the Shach ala Torah, the Mitzrayim said, let's come up with a brilliant scheme. We always understand that to mean they're going to beat us. To be mevatel klal Yisrael from Torah. Because we know that's what they did in Mitzrayim. Yaakov Avinu gave over the Torah of Avram Avinu and Yitzchak to klal Yisrael. And that's how they spend their time in Mitzrayim. Hava nishakma levatla min ha-Torah. 
Vayasimu alav sare misim, says the Shach Torah, the Gematria numerical value of sare misim is 660. Gematria, sare misim, bitol Torah. So the whole Tachlis of Mitzrayim, we always think we were physically brutalized, we were in pain, we were tortured, and the answer is yes, 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 of course. But that wasn't the Vayimaru Eschayeim. The Vayimaru Eschayeim, says the Aushech, is shall call Chayeim, shall Yisrael, avoid es Hashem, uvetoyrasoi, ki hu Chayeichem. And I think this gives us a little bit of an insight and an approach to be able to answer the question of the Gura. And I, I believe Rabbi Ruch Moshin in his Sefer Yerech Lamayadim offers this approach to answer the Gura. That no, Vehevesi Eschem was a great gift, and certainly we are all anticipating being able to go back to Eretz Yisrael, but that's not part of the experience of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But part of the experience of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was certainly the Lakachti, which was the giving of the Torah. Because if we just stopped working and left the land, and now what? We're not redeemed yet. The whole exile was Soremisim, Bittol Torah. The whole exile was Vayemaru Eschayim. So we are not redeemed until we stand at Harsinai, to Mekabel the Torah. And that is the culmination of the Geula of Kal Yisrael. So we have the privilege to come to Yeshiva every single day and to learn Torah, to learn from Rabbeim, to learn from dedicated Rabbeim, that is li- literally experiencing the Geulah Mitzrayim every single day of our lives. When we say we have to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim daily, the real way that we do that is by dedicating ourselves to Limar Torah. That is the highest fashion and form of experiencing the Geulah. Now, I have to share with you one story, it's not even my own story, but speaking to young men, it's worthwhile to, uh, to hear this and to bear this in mind. I love Jewish history, and one of my, uh, I'm a big fan of Rabbi Beryl Wine, who is a very interesting personality. Of course, a very multifaceted personality. He was a Rosh Hashiva in his career, he was a Rav, he was a producer, a writer, and he tells over the story, he was an only child. Uh, uh, ben Yachid. In 1946, he was 11 years old. And his father says to him, Beryl, you know, uh, today we're going to the airport. We're going to Chicago Midway Airport. He says, what's in the airport? He says, a great rabbi is coming. Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Halevi Herzog, the first chief rabbi of Palestine. He was the first rabbi of Palestine after World War II. He's coming to Chicago and all the distinguished Rabbonim are coming out to greet him, and all the yeshiva students are coming out to greet him. And <clears throat> Rav Herzog alights from the plane. He's a very regal and royal uh, personality. He was wearing a shiny top hat. He had a cane. He would hold his Tanakh, and he comes down from the plane, and there's some 200 boys from the, the Skoki yeshiva who came out to greet him. And Rav Herzog gives a 45-minute shir in Yiddish, a whole pilpul, and when he's finished with the shir, he turns to the yeshiva bachrim, and he speaks to them in English. Rav Herzog, contrary to popular opinion, many think he attended university. I don't believe he ever stepped foot in university in his life. He was homeschooled, and he was knowledgeable in kol mitzvahs. He was knowledgeable in all disciplines. Uh, he was self-taught. 
And he turns to the boys in English, and he speaks in an Irish brogue, as he was a rabbi in Ireland. And he said, I want you to know where I just came from. I just returned from Rome. I just had audience with the Pope. And I had with me a scroll, a list of 10,000 names of Jewish boys and girls who their parents gave them over as babies to Christian families in Germany for these families to care for them during the Holocaust as the parents felt that they would never see their children again. And I have the names of these 10,000 children, their Jewish children. Pope, we would like them back. We lent them to you. You borrowed them. You watched these children for five, six years, but they're our children. Give them back. And the Pope flatly refused. He said, I'm not going to give back even one child. Our religion states that once a child is baptized, he will be a Christian forever and we cannot return him. All of these children were baptized and the Pope slams the door on Isaac Halevi Herzog. I pleaded, I banged, no avail. Says of Herzog, these 10,000 Jewish boys and girls are lost forever. They're gone. Rev. Herzog was so overcome with emotion, he's standing there in front of these 200 boys, and he breaks out, crying like a baby. He puts his head down, and he's weeping bitterly, and the boys in the yeshiva, they don't know what to do with themselves. They want to bury themselves. They're so frightened that this God over Israel is expressing this emotion so publicly. And then the rabbi defiantly raises his head like a lion and he calls out, these 10,000 boys and girls are lost forever. But you boys, you're still here. You're still around. You still wake up every morning and put on tal- and fill in and learn Tyra. What will you do for the future of the Jewish people? What are you going to do for the rest of Klai Yisrael? And says Rabbi Wein, he was 11 years old, and he hears Rabbi Herzog calling out. He's crying out. What will you do for the future of the Jewish people? And he says many times in his life, he was discouraged, disheartened, despondent. He wanted to throw in the towel. But the cry of, Her- of, Rav- of Rav Herzog was ringing in his ears and continues to ring in his ears. What will you do for the future of the Jewish people? Here we are, 2021. We're in the Gullahs over 3,000 years. And there's a small group of Shoimre, Torah, Umitzvah still left in the world after a long and bitter, bitter Gullahs. And that's what we are. We are the She'eris HaPleta. And if you have the privilege to come every day to Yeshiva and to learn Taira and to elevate yourselves, that's the question we have to ask ourselves every day. What are we going to do with ourselves? What are we going to do for Klal Yisrael? Yeah, we're young, we come to Yeshiva, we roll in, 7.27, 7.29, maybe a little too close to 7.30, And we don't really think much, what are we going to do with ourselves? But that is something we need to ask ourselves and prepare ourselves now in these formative years that the Siyata Deshmaya, Kalish Baruch Hu, should give us all uh, the opportunity 
to do something for Klal Yisrael. I wish everybody bracha v'hatzlacha. Thanks for hosting me. Hatzlacha with the Baikathon. And uh, hatzlacha bracha v'chol anyonecha. Shkoyach.